Hello, um, welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody with me, your host, Jackson Stone. And I want to say, first off, um, thank you for watching, listening, viewing um, episode number six, which was the restart, the reboot of Jackson Talks, everybody. I appreciate the messages um, and all that stuff regarding with what I said in the episode and then where I want to take this podcast from here on out. Um, with that being said, I'm back. I'm back with another solo episode. Um, and uh, I've got a few uh, topics um, for today's podcast that we'll get into in a, a little bit later. Um, but going forward, when I'm doing these solo episodes, I want to start each episode with um, how I'm feeling. Um, and I think the question, how are you, um, can be the most complicated question that we ask um, to our friends, to our peers, colleagues, people we don't even know. We ask that question, how are you? And we ask it a lot. And I have a, a hope and a dream that when that question is asked, how are you, that the people asking it and the people responding to it feel open enough, feel comfortable enough with where the conversation on, on mental health is that we can be open and responsible and genuine with that answer. Because if we, can, if we can get to that idea that when someone asks us, how are you, that they actually do care, it's not just a form of saying hello, that I feel like that is just a, a very simple way that we can be able to communicate a little bit better, um, show that we care a little bit more, and really listen to those words that that person is saying on onto how they are, like for real, how are they? Um, and so I think that's a, that's an important step we can make and we can make that in our own lives individually, just with, when we ask that question, we're asking it with care and we're asking it with the intent of really knowing how that person is doing. And if you're not in a place mentally yourself where you can handle someone else's, uh, answer of how they are really, then don't ask it because we all are dealing with our own things in our own lives and sometimes we don't have the capacity you know to to have that answer of someone else we're just we're still figuring out where we need to go for our own selves and taking care of our own selves is not selfish because you know the more we take care of ourselves the more we have capacity and room to take care of others um so that question how are you is is very deep and it can be very deep and I can't I feel like it can it can open a lot of conversation topics, you know, just right off the bat. Um, and so let's let's work on that. I'm going to work on that, you know. So that's why I want to start these episodes moving forward with with answering my own question, with answering the question of how am I feeling, how am I doing. Um, so I mean, this right in this moment is probably the best that I felt, um, in the last few weeks, um, with everything that's gone on. Um, today's date is July 2nd. Um, it's about two thirty in the afternoon here in Dallas, Texas. 
Um, and I, I'm feeling, you know, the best I, I've felt in a few weeks over the course of everything that's happened over the last couple weeks. Um, I, I was angry for a while. Um, I was on the verge of tears and a lot of tears came for a while. I was heartbroken for a bit. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling better. I'm, you know, I, uh, yeah, I'm feeling better than I've felt in a bit. Um, I'm going to try to keep that going. Um, and, uh, I'm hoping, uh, everyone listening to this is, is doing, is doing the best they can, um, during this time. Um, cause we're still in, still in very overwhelming and uncertain times as a, as a world, as a planet. Um, so I'm hoping when someone asks you the question, how are you feeling or how are you doing that you feel open and comfortable enough to be able to respond honestly and responsibly and I hope the person listening to that actually listens without judgment and they validate you um, because there's a lot of bad shit uh, happening in the world right now, but that doesn't unvalidate the way you feel. Your feelings are real. Your feelings are important. And we have to first check in on those feelings to be able to have the empathy and capacity then to to deal with or care for people who may be in worse situations. But to understand that your feelings are real first and we can't be we can't be anything to anyone else if we are nothing to ourselves. And I think that's a very important tool to learn and understand, especially in these kind of times and moving forward when we deal with more hardship. Uh, and more pain and suffering in our lives because, you know, when one thing ends, kind of something else happens. Um, but that's how we kind of kind of be emotionally resilient uh, and have some emotional agility to kind of combat all these things that life throws at us. And, you know, that's what I've been working on the last couple of years in, in my grieving process and, and all that stuff. And, you know, stuff, stuff like that has helped me. Um, so hopefully me sharing it with you can help you as well. Um, I, I don't really know if that if this is exactly how I planned on starting this episode. Uh, I just kind of wanted to answer the question how I'm feeling. Um, and I think it's important. That's an important question. I, I think we can I think we can really do something with that. Um, yeah, to, to, create, to create a little more connection and, and openness and, and be a little more vulnerable with each other and the more we'll, we're vulnerable with each other, you know, the more I think people will, I don't know, actually, like vulnerability is so hard, but it's so important. You know, the idea of being vulnerable and putting yourself out there takes so much courage and confidence and it's a beautiful thing to do. Um, and if we can all feel that way, you know, there's, there's more strength in those shared experiences. And I think we can just be better together, you know, looking out for one another. <clears throat> so that's the opening of that. Um, but I also want to uh, quickly talk about coffee, obviously, because if you're a fan, if you if you just started listening to this podcast or you're just a fan of Jackson Stone in general, um, you know that I love coffee. Uh, there was a span of time this year where I tweeted about coffee, I think 75 days in a row. I didn't get to 100 because more important and more pressing issues uh, became more important. So I uh, kind of forgot about that. But uh, I'm pretty proud of the, <laughs> the 75 days that I got to. It was actually kind of hard, really hard, actually. I was trying to think of something creative 
like every day to talk about with coffee, something that wasn't just like, hey, I drank coffee today because, you know, I, I, I used that obviously a few times when I ran out of ideas. Um, but I feel like those are some of my best tweets. Um, I made a whole thread about it. Um, I haven't looked at it in a couple months, but uh, if you're interested in reading the incredible coffee tweets of Jackson Stone, you know, check those out. Um, but really what I wanted to mention was that I was made aware on the last solo episode that I did with my brand new microphone that when I drank my coffee, um, I, I guess I drank it so close to the mic or the microphone is so good just in general that you could basically hear the coffee <laughs> run down and pour down my throat as I was drinking it. And then I watched it back, the episode back, or I listened to it back, and absolutely that's 100% true. And I loved it. I loved hearing the coffee just kind of pour down my throat. It was like, it was, it was even quenching then watching it back as it was just lovely drinking it during the episode. Um, but like I said, it's like 2, 2.30ish in the afternoon here in Dallas. Um, I have not had any coffee today. Um, so I don't even know how I have even started this episode without drinking any coffee, but I did it. I did it. Thank you so much. Um, but I'm gonna have my first sip of coffee for the day and uh, hopefully you can hear the entire process of it and see it. Ah, yeah, it's very good. It's hot, very hot still. Um, this Yeti, these Yeti cups are really good. They keep the coffee, they keep the coffee warm for a long time. I really like them. <clears throat> Shout out to Nicole for getting me that cup. <clears throat> um, but uh, yeah, a lot of people ask me um, what coffee I drink. Uh, I'm a big Starbucks fan. I do like Starbucks. My go-to, my go-to drink at Starbucks uh, is just a um, uh, a venti or I don't know, large. I don't know if that's venti or not. Whatever, large um, vanilla latte uh, is what I get. I like them. They're tasty. Um, but when I'm at home. Uh, making coffee at home at everybody's land everybody's land cheap plug um, I drink death wish death wish coffee and I order that uh, I order that and they send it to my house obviously uh, and that's what I make in my Keurig uh, mostly every morning uh, sometimes in the afternoon like today um, but yeah I like death wish uh, it's very good I give it a try I also like bones coffee Sheila um a fan from MPX, she sent me uh, some Bones coffee, and that was really good. It was uh, maple bacon flavored, I believe. Uh, that's also really good, so I recommend getting those. Those are good, good coffees. Um, another quick uh, little thing before we kind of get into some other stuff is that it is July 2nd, so that means it. we are currently in... Uh, minority mental health month um, and obviously you know as a whole mental health is extremely important we have to talk about it all the time um, but for minorities or for people who may live in lower income communities um, access to mental health care is even more difficult and the stigma then surrounding getting help is even deeper and so with less access to care and less access to help, people are less likely to then ask for help. So then it creates a, a bigger mental health problem on top of, you know, um, racial inequality and racism and social injustice, which which creates a whole wealth of 
uh, mental health issues, you know, experiencing daily trauma is very, 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 very difficult. Um, on top of that, just in general, mental health care is harder to access in those kinds of communities. So we have to do a better job of trying to make um, mental health care available, accessible to every single person. Um, our physical health and our mental health are tied and we deserve to have the treatment and the care for it, um, regardless of where we live or how much money we have or what we look like. We deserve to take care of our minds and to be happy uh, and to be loved. And that starts with having good, solid mental health. And if no one teaches you that, if no one if no one tells you about that, if no one teaches you the emotional resilience and the agility and uh, protecting your mental health, then how are you supposed to know? So we have to pass on this information. We have to talk about it. We have to be open and responsible with the way we talk about it. Um, and we have to amplify the, the voices that are unheard and underrepresented. And we have to fight for reform, for change. So mental health care is available, accessible, for everyone, literally, that's it for everyone all the time. So, yeah, that's so. With with you are loved this month, we'll we'll be doing some stuff um, to amplify those voices, um, to donate to some of the organizations that are doing the hard work in the in those kinds of communities, um, and just do the best we can to try to help out. And uh, yeah, and you can email your local officials. Uh, governors and stuff and mayors to um, change the, the uh, pass the bills and all the laws to to get mental health care available and accessible to everyone. So just a little tidbit. Okay. <clears throat> um, something else I would uh, quickly like to discuss is um, working at Walmart. Uh, I mean, I guess that's, that's not the basis of the uh, what I want to talk about, but it, it has something to do with it. Um, um, so today is July 2nd, like I said, um, which means on July 1st, I posted about a, uh, a lifestyle brand that I will be starting, that I have started. Um, and it's, um, it's called For Everybody. Um, as you know, I, uh, I've kind of branded the idea of everybody starting off with Jackson Stone, everybody, Jackson Stone is for everybody. Now Jackson talks, everybody soon, everybody's hotline, uh, everybody's land. Um, but I, I wanted to get a little more serious with it. Um, and really what my intention was behind saying everybody what the meaning of it behind it was and really what it meant to me going forward. And so I came up with the idea of for everybody. You know, obviously I have You Are Loved, which is focused on, on mental health awareness, education, research, and reform, uh, and breaking down the stigma. So that's what You Are Loved is for. For everybody, you know, obviously You Are Loved is also about, you know, creating a community that encourages open and responsible conversation. It's all about community because we, we as people need connection. We need connection. We're not meant to go through this life alone. We're meant to go through with other people connecting uh, and sharing experiences and memories and moments. And these things are beautiful. Um, and so that's what that's about. And for everybody, the brand is kind of in the same mindset, kind of in the same vein. 
And it's basically a lifestyle brand designed for everybody. And the idea behind it is that every, the idea behind it is everybody helping everybody. So behind every purchase, you can decide personally where a portion of your proceeds will get donated to. Um, at the top of my list for those uh, charities or donations that I'd like to put some money and effort into would be homelessness and uh, education. Education, especially in like lower income communities. Um, so that, so the idea of everybody helping everybody was there. And, and so I had this idea, came up with it, decided I would, I would put out the, um, the kind of the first few tweets and Instagram posts in July and then plan for five, six months and then drop the official um, clothing brand website and everything on January 2nd where you can actually buy stuff. Until then, basically we'll be explaining the brand, putting it out on social media, allowing people to subscribe to the emailing list, allowing people to follow, and then building up a little bit of a, a fan base, following, whatever you want to call it, until we launch. Um, but explaining along the way, what's it for, what's it about, why I'm doing it. And so the idea is everybody helping everybody. But bringing it back to Walmart, so I worked at Walmart for three months. <clears throat> um, and uh, I stopped working there June 24th. I may have said that in the last episode. Um, but working at Walmart, I've never done a job like that in my life. I've been a pro wrestler and I've been a personal trainer and I've played baseball. That's kind of, that was where I've, you know, that's not kind of, that's what I've done. Played baseball, then I became a personal trainer, then personal trainer turned while I was pro wrestling and now pro wrestling and now I'm doing all this other stuff, obviously, that I've been talking about to you guys for a while. So I worked at Walmart. You know, gym kind of wrestling got shut down. Gyms got shut down. So I needed some, I wanted to help. First off, I wanted to help uh, essential workers. And also I wanted to make a little bit of money. So I worked at Walmart. And working at Walmart um, opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, it specifically opened up my eyes to how hard people work on a daily basis. Um to run this country, to not make it run smoothly, and to basically make everyone else's lives better, and how underappreciated those people are. How underappreciated the people that make this place run, this place being our country, run better. And myself included, right? You go to the grocery store, you know, you see someone check you out, or someone stock in the aisles, um, or someone driving the food into the, you know, into the back of the Walmart to put the food up so that you can buy it and take home and feed your family. You know, I would say thank you, obviously. Um, but I really wasn't appreciating or understanding how hard they were working to get that shit done. And then, you know, work, I work at the distribution center in Walmart and I spend 40 hours a week, you know, packing boxes, putting boxes on trucks, shipping you know, being support for other people who are doing these things. It's very hard work. It's very taxing work. It's underpaid for sure. Um, and it just grew my appreciation level for, for all these kinds of folks who were working hard day to day. You know, even before, even before they were considered essential workers, they were obviously essential workers. They were valuable human beings putting in the necessary work 
to make our daily lives better. And those people need to be celebrated. They absolutely 100% need to be celebrated. And, uh, you know, because we, we celebrate, you know, athletes and celebrities, um, you know, and they're just doing their job, right? They're just doing their job. Their job happens to be cool, right? Their job happens to be making a movie. Their job happens to be hitting home runs or shooting hoops, you know, but it's the same, it's, in, it's the same thing. It's just a job, right? It's a job just like working at Kroger or working at Walmart or driving a truck. It's a job, right? Well, why, are we, why can we not celebrate those people who are making my life easier and better every day, you know? So that's, that's where, so I had the general idea for, for everybody before I started working at Walmart. Then while working at Walmart, it really clicked to me what the intention of the brand would be. Obviously, we would sell clothes, right? Because uh, everybody wants cool shirts that say everybody on it, right? <clears throat> but the intention of the brand would be to put an emphasis on that kind of community. To put an emphasis on those kinds of people. You know, because you see brands all the time. They have a, uh, they have a roster. They have an ambassador program. Um, and it's usually like more, more celebrities. It's like people who already have a following or people who are already being are already in the public eye, are already being, uh, already have all these things. Like, well, what do you, like, yeah, I don't get it. So with the, with for everybody, the idea would be that my, my roster, my ambassador program, my, would be people in the community doing the work. Maybe it's small business owners. Maybe it's someone who works, who's been working at, at Kroger for 30 years or has been driving a truck for 30 years. These people are going to be on my roster for for everybody i'm going to go into these stores and ask them and talk to them and tell them what i'm trying to do and then hopefully they respond with saying yes then maybe a shirt will be made about them or for them or something that they feel inclined to want to design and then they can either and then i'm, I'm not exactly sure like i haven't I'm not exactly sure where i'm going to go with that but then maybe an event will happen um you know, we sponsor them for an event and there's an event for them and maybe the money goes to them or their families or maybe it goes to some organization that they're inspired by or they, they really love and care about or um, I don't know. But that that's the, you know, that's the extra little layer that I think will set that brand apart from just other regular clothing brands, right? Um, so I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm, I'm working with a few of my friends on it. Um, um, one being Jesse and one being Noah. Um, and I'm really excited to be working with them on this project um, so that we can launch in January. But for, for from now until then, you know, go to shopforeverybody.com, um, subscribe to our emailing list, and, and then follow us on, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we'll be posting some stuff. I'll be passing, if I see you at a show or whatever, I'll be passing out some free shirts um, so we can take some pictures in those and I can put them on on the social media sites and we can just kind of get, get the name and the idea um, and the mission of that behind that. I don't know if I explained that well, um, but I feel like uh, it'll, be, it'll be even more explained in, in recent months and in coming months. I just wanted to, to put that idea out there um, so people are aware of, of that and, and kind of what my goal is with that. Um, you know, and then obviously I, uh, 
<clears throat> you are loved now has a Twitter and Instagram as well. So go follow those at you are loved life. And then, uh, if you're looking for any of the merchandise for you are loved, um, which hundred percent goes to mental health awareness, research and education. Um, we'll have two new shirts up in July for minority mental health month. Um, I'm collaborating with two independent professional wrestlers, um, to create some really, really cool shirts. Um, that will go to uh, whatever organization those two individuals feel like is necessary. Um, it's about them. It's about their story. And it's about what they want to do and accomplish. Um, I'll just be sponsoring basically the shirt on youarelovelife.com. Um, uh, so I'm really pumped about that. So yeah, for all those. <sighs> I think quarantine, I don't know if quarantine gave me, gave me time to think. Um... But, I mean, it definitely did, right? Obviously, it gave me time to think. Um, but it, it definitely gave me time to see where I want, you know, my things to go. You know, I think I've always had a, I've always had an issue with, like, future plans. Like, looking ahead, looking ahead, looking ahead. Because I've always wanted to do more, 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 more. Whether it was in baseball, I wanted more. You know, whether it's pro wrestling, I've always tried to do more. And now, just in, in, in general, being an entrepreneur... And like a mental health advocate, I've, I've always feel like I'm not doing enough and I want to do more. Um, and so that's why I keep, you know, I have these ideas and these plans and I put them in motion. And I'm, I'm very action oriented. And if I think about doing something, I'm, I'm more than likely going to do it and see it through. I'm not worried about it being perfect. Uh, I'm not really even worried about it succeeding, really. I just feel like if I start it, you know, there's a sense of accomplishment there. And I'm, I'm proud of myself on that regard. But I've always uh, had a tough time of like, just like sitting down and being in the present moment or being super proud of myself for like the things I've accomplished because I'm always thinking about what, what more can I do? You know, what more can I do? And that gets you, that gets you in a really tricky, tricky position. I know a lot of people who have a competitive background, whether it be sports or not, have the same kind of feeling. Um because we're very driven people and we want to we want to do more you know and I always do um, but I'm learning to you know sit back and smell the roses because they're beautiful you know I'm a, I'm a really grateful human being for what I have and also what I don't have and what I've done and what I will do but I want to be able to really really enjoy every moment because I'm never going to get any of these moments back and I want to be able to say that I enjoyed them and I lived them and I loved them, you know? And I'm, I'm trying, I'm working on that. That's something I'm working on uh, every day to try to just live in the present. But also, you know, because life is so, life is so unpredictable, right? We just don't know what's going to happen. It's so unpredictable. So it's like, it's, it's great to make goals um, and have those goals and have those desires and have those intentions, it's beautiful to then work towards those intentions and those desires and those goals and those dreams. But we really can't predict how life is going to go because it's so unpredictable. So you want to live in the moment. You want to be open to everything. You know, you want to be grateful for it, for the moment, for waking up in the morning, you know, and have and make those steps daily towards those goals, towards those desires but possibly having to make pivots throughout that journey to really get where you want to go because life is so unpredictable. Uh, I know I've had to do that. Um, I know many people who have success stories. Um, doesn't matter what your definition of success is. 
um, in their success stories have made major pivots in the road to reach their destination. And there's peaks and valleys and there's ups and downs and there's all these crazy wild turns. Um, but the process, I think, is what's important. The process and the moment and the present and the experiences. You know, the experience is just is money for the soul. Experience is money for the soul. It teaches you who you are and what you want through those experiences. And we got to live life to get those experiences. And I think that's what's important. You know, it's just got to be in flow of what's happening. You know, I don't know if I, you know, obviously I grew up. I grew up Jewish. My parents are Jewish. I'm Jewish. I consider myself Jewish very much so. If I ever have children, they will be raised Jewish as well. Um, but I think also I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm, I'm spiritual now. You know, I believe in, in these different things. Um, and I think that kind of thought process has helped me in my journey of grieving and sadness and loss um, and dealing with, you know, the unpredictability of life and dealing with the hardships that life throws at you. Um, and so I think maybe that can help others too. I don't, I don't know. It's all, it's all an individual journey, an individual journey of a shared experience. So yeah, coffee's good though. I kind of like doing these solo episodes. I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure why I didn't do them before. Um, you know, but you know I was going to talk about some current events, but I didn't, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even open, uh, <laughs> I didn't even open any tabs to like look in, into what, I mean, obviously I know like they're the big things are happening, right? We're still dealing with COVID-19, you know, and we're still fighting for black lives. Um, because, right. Because, you know, no lives matter until black lives matter. It's, it's a very simple concept. So we got to keep fighting for that and amplifying voices, you know, learning, unlearning, listening, digesting, comprehending, feeling, trying to understand, you know, helping people who feel like they're underrepresented, you know, all these things. It's a, it's a daily, it's a daily journey for everything. Change doesn't happen overnight, but it starts within, you know, if we can change the way we thought about something or change the way we feel about something and then work in our inner circle to then be that light and be that beacon of knowledge that then you're, you can kind of open up the minds of people in your inner circle and then they go out and it's like a domino effect of like, of trying to understand and be understanding and being open and unlearning and then learning again, you know? It's a hard process, but we have to, we have to do it. It's something we have to do. We have to be anti-racist. Anti it's not good enough just to be a nice person anymore. It doesn't, like, doesn't even make sense. You have to be fighting for anti-racism. If you see it, speak up about it. That's it. That's all there is to it. Fight for change. So, yeah, I mean, those are obviously the big current events. I didn't really look up anything else. No sports or anything else related to that. <clears throat> Uh, but I also, I, I want to make a, you know, kind of some closing remarks here. I want to make a few points I think that are important. Um, I say uh, a lot, or maybe I don't say enough. I don't know. But I, my intention is never to, to like be preachy or tell you what to do. 
And I definitely feel like I'm oh, what I'm saying never comes across like right. Uh, and I'm never trying to be right. That's not my intention. I'm not trying to. I'm, 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 I'm just speaking on things that have worked for me in my life and my journey. And then maybe saying those things to you, uh, maybe help you make click for you. One thing I might say might be like the, the light bulb that goes off. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. That'll help me for sure, you know? Um, and uh, if, if anything I say in this show or in this podcast is wrong or it upsets you or you feel like you're offended by it, I please hold me accountable for my actions. Hold me accountable. I want to be held accountable to for the things that I say and the things that I do. I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to maybe get it right. Um, but it's a work in progress. Ooh, it just started raining. It's a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. I'm, I'm continually trying to learn every day um, because we're being presented new information every day. So we each have a duty to individually digest that information and, and do with it what we want. But we have our own duty then to, make our, to do our own research about things that are happening. Um, so once again, I, if, I, if I say something that came across wrong or you thought I could have said it better or there's another way to say it, please message me, tell me. I want to be held accountable. I want to be, I want to be better. I want this to be a, a podcast where everyone feels like they can listen to it and they get a little bit of something out of it, whether it was a funny moment, whether it's a coffee, whether it was a little mental health tip or you know anything, really. It doesn't matter. Um, I just... Yeah, I just want to be, I'm going to hold my people and my friends and my family accountable for what they do and what they say, and I want to be held in the same regard. It doesn't matter that I'm putting myself out on a public platform, I'm asking for it. And I think that's, a, I think that's an important way that we learn and unlearn and grow. Um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah. I don't really have much else to say. Um, I don't think this has been a, I think it's been a good episode. I feel like I said, yeah, I think it's going to be a good episode. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can comment, you know, comment below on the, on the YouTube channel or just DM me what you thought or, uh, yeah, give us a like, subscribe, uh, review it on Apple, uh, follow it on Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, There'll be a lot of solo episodes for sure, and uh, everybody's hotline will be coming soon, um, which is just basically me opening up my phone line for an hour and trying to have really good open discussion and dialogue with people that call in. I think that's a brilliant tool to, to create some connection. Um, and uh, I'm probably going to do maybe a, an Ask Me Anything episode, probably. Um, but I feel like that I'm pretty open anyways. So like I want to answer questions and, and say how I'm feeling and be open about everything all the time. I want to be transparent and I want to be real. Um, so maybe we'll do that. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about where this podcast is going. Um, you know, some sometimes, I think most of the time, good things do come out of poor, terrible situations if you just are able to get through those terrible situations. I think that's what having optimism and positivity is about. It's not eating something that tastes like shit and saying, oh, this tastes good. No, you can say that it tastes like shit. 
but you can know that you can get past it, you can get through it, and there's light at the end of the tunnel where things are going to get better. That's positivity. That's optimism. Right? We don't have to pretend to be happy or pretend to like something. You know, mm-mm. No, we know if we keep working at it, if we keep going, if we keep pressing ahead, that it will get better. That's positivity. That's optimism. I believe in that fully with my whole heart. Uh, I believe love is the answer. Love has always been the answer. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. Thank you for watching. I appreciate all of you. Um, Have a good day. Cheers.